Hello, dear viewers, and welcome to live conversation on Alacha TV. For those who are joining us at first time, I'd like to remind that Alacha International Public Movement has launched a unique global project that called Creative Society. Within this project, we ask all people all over the world how do they envision the creative society, such a society where everyone lives in prosperity and happiness, where everyone feels safe. My name is Ala, and my co-host today is Barke. Barke was a guest on our show before, and now she's got inspired by Project Creative Society and decided to join us. So hello, Barke, and uh, welcome to our program as well. And uh, Barke will be introduce our guest and tell you more about uh, our project. Hello, everybody. Today we are going to talk about supporting the youth and about creative society. The, the goal of this project is to build creative society by peaceful means. At the moment, by conducting such interview with people from all over the world, we are implementing the first stage of building the creative society, the informational stage. You can find full information on this project on the official website of Alatra unite.com it is my pleasure to introduce you our our today's guest Eunice Kamara motivational speaker public speaker and hosting two television shows on Amaze TV at Kamara and Kamara workshop Eunice is supporting parents to engage with their children and youth advocate welcome to Alatro TV Eunice and thank you for accepting our invitation could you please tell us a bit more about yourself and what do you do? Well, thank you so very much, Park. It's a pleasure to be here, Ella. I thank you both for the invite. Um, basically, I believe in, you know, I believe in humanity. I believe in the human race. I believe in being humane. I believe in supporting people that, you know, that think, the impossible. And I was talking to Elena as well in reference to the impossibility which we create in within our mindset. So with that said, I thank you in reference to me hosting two shows on Amaze TV. And one one of my favorite show is the Mindful Session, which indeed is a psychological show. We go in depth with the mind and with anxiety, the conscience, and so forth. And a lot of people out there think they're going through illnesses alone. They don't want to share. They have pride. They think the community will look at them funny. So they suffer alone. So we created this platform to support them. And also on Sundays, I do my the states of the insights of Slavion, where I get to have a talk with you know political leaders and have a go at them. Or these days, I choose not to have no one on the platform just for me to talk bad about them. So it's a pleasure being on the show. And I'm a huge advocate for the youths. Thank you so much. You are doing just very essential work because youth is, uh, and children itself is the first cell of our society and you're helping and supporting them in any form you can. It's just amazing. Thank you so much, Yunisa. And uh, I, um, I like your words, which you find on your, one of your websites, is together we are stronger. Let's admire the smaller things that uh, life has provided for us. And I'd like to ask you, because this, this um, was very inspiring, and uh, I'd like to ask you, what actually inspired you to doing all this work you're doing right now? How do you came to this point? What, what drives you in your life? <clears throat> what drives me is basically seeing the way society is going. You know, it's like a roller coaster. We're supposed to be, you know, um, improving. But if you look at the youths, they feel as though society is not listening to them. They're not given the chance. And as Ego stated on what I was reading, um, we're like beasts. We are not living that humane society that you know we're supposed to be living. And this youths that we are neglecting and we're not acknowledging, they have the possibility, the potential to be the leaders of tomorrow. So for not giving them the opportunity, then how are they going to 
you know, take on to take on the responsibility that we are living on to them, that we're putting on their shoulders. So with that said, I have kids. I just want my kids to live in a better tomorrow. So my motivation, you know, revolves around that aspect of a better tomorrow and living in the youth. Thank you very much. It's really fantastic. <laughs> Motivation is really strong and great. And we prepared a little surprise for you, some collage. And uh, we would like you to comment on those pictures and tell us where you are and with who you are and what you're doing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, on my top left, I was at a university where there were, there was a graduation going on. And I was given a call at the last minute to do a talk, which indeed I was not prepared for. But seeing this, you know, graduates, you know, kind of just elevated me. So that was at, yeah, that was at a college in central London. And the bottom one, you know, right on the way, that's, during the mindful session, we were having a joke because we always, you know, I believe in laughter. And even Barky would tell you when she come on to our set, we're always joking. So we believe in, you know, putting a smile on each other's face because you never know what one is going through. And making them smile, putting that smile on their face can, you know, elevate their spirit. So we tend to do that before the show and after the show. And this gentleman is a very good friend of mine. He's the mayor of Barnet. I, I tend to deal with a lot of mayors right now. I'm in contact with the mayor in Manchester, trying to support what's going on out there with the lockdown, the mayor in Brent. So I tend to evolve. But this gentleman, he's just a character that he and I, we just tend to bicker back and forth because he will never agree with me. I'll never agree with him. So that's it. And the one under it, that's doing the insights of Slow Young. I kind of got personal with the president because we are doing, um, the white paper came out, which indeed is a corruption paper, the anti-corruption you know, unit did an investigation. And when they found out that the former president's name was on it, a lot of people, took it highly personal as to say, oh, people are going against him. You know, he had done a, this job. He had done a wonderful job. He's recognized there, he's recognized there. So that's me running my mouth saying, I was in the office, I was in that room when the president personally called and, and was talking about sacking the ambassador here in the UK. I was in that room and I was, I was just running my mouth. I was highly it was highly personal to me because we are here defending these leaders, saying that they're, they're doing this work, they're doing this wonderful work. But at the end of the day, are they really doing the work that they're supposed to do to support us or are they just out there for their own betterment? Mm -hmm. So during that show, I'll never forget that. I got a call as well from the current president's wife, which in this, she also cursed me out because me, I run my mouth all day, every day. Um, on the way, that's when we were doing the lunch of Camaro Youths. Um, Barky was there. That's my co-host, David Slate. And here at the top right, that's when I got invited to a radio station, um, which ended, I had just started my motivational speaking. And the owner of that station and I were friends, um, Capital. So, um, which is one of the biggest radios, you know, stations in the UK. And he was kept persisting. And he said, you have to come to the station. You have to come. You have to come and say something. So I went, and which ended, I'm supposed to be going again. And the bottom one, again, that's David Slade and I on the Mindful Session flag, which ended, we distribute every week. We create a different flag for every show we do. But I love this. This is excellent. I'm so happy you liked it. It's fantastic. Thank you so much for comments of those pictures and people as well. It was very interesting. Thank you. 
Thank you, Yunisa. That was amazing. And I love the history of it. Now, you are already hosting two television shows. Could you please tell us what they are about and what is the main goal to have those TV shows? Well, the mindful session, as uh, indicated prior, it's basically society as a whole, we, we you know, I'm, I'm grateful because David Slate and I were talking about this interview today because I was telling him about this also TV and he was like, okay, hold on, let me look it up. He liked to do his research. So he came back, he was like, oh, that's quite interesting. The community is quite large. So uh, I told him we're going to try to get some of these guests from Ultra onto the show and which indeed he have questions as well because helping the community Anyone that is willing to help the community is a friend of mine. You understand? And I welcome them into my tribe. So where um, the mindful session is basically trying to make a difference in, in the lives of many, you know, in a psychological aspect. Yesterday, the show, well, this one coming up on Monday, on Saturday, we're going to be doing we're going to be talking about meditation and also affirmations due to what is going on right now with this pandemic, with the lockdown. So we need to build people up. So the mindful session is just to elevate people mentally, physically, emotionally in every aspect. Now the show that I do on Sunday, which is the insights of Sloan is also the one I spoke about the political one. I take pride in that, and I see that we all have so much in common. Um, it's just to make a difference. These individuals that are in this office, in this position, we put you in this position. You're not to dictate to us. You're not to tell us that we are criticizing you. Our criticism should be something that you should put into consideration. You understand? But also, as stated in what I was reading, these delegates are not of choice, they're presented to us. So we have to choose one. And if we don't vote, that means our voice is no longer of importance. So we have to choose carefully. And even when we choose, sometimes a lot of us don't do the research behind the person. I believe in getting to know the person, where they started from and why they are here before I can vote for someone, you know, but we have to vote, we have to make a voice, we have to stand for something, that is what that's for. Now, I also have a third show now. Uh -huh. it's, yeah, it's the Give Love, Show Love, where we support charities, organizations, because there's so many organizations out there, there's so many charities out there that are not getting the love. So what we have done, Amaze Television, Upper Psychological Credit, and Camaro Youth is that we have put some money together and we support charities that are not getting the proper funding. We just don't give money like that, ladies and gentlemen, please understand. When you reach out to us, what we do is that we try to find out about your organization, what you're doing, you understand? And if you're getting that proper support, we also have to consider we have a lot of organization charities that reach out to us. So we have to put into consideration us who or what is of you know of our you know priority. So we have to prioritize. So we take donations as well. And like I always say on the show, our books are open. We have nothing to hide, you know, and Baki knows me. I got a big mouth anyway. So I cannot afford to hide anything. That's fantastic. Thank you very much, Eunice, for sharing that because you're already now uniting people and helping people, and it's just a wonderful work of yours. And this all television shows you're doing, like bringing people together, and you're also supporting and helping children and parents. And uh, that's my next question. What do you think? And what should uh, be relationship between generations, children and parents, be based? And uh, what the most important values should parents pass to their children? Parents need to teach value. They, teach, they need to teach, teach their children culture because without mm -hmm. having a culture base, we lose our tradition, you know. And I put something today out on social media and I feel as though when a child comes to a parent, you know, 
and want to spend that quality time, turn off your phone, turn that TV off, give that child that time. I'm sure the time that that child needs is not going to be over three hours. You know, that half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, that's the time that child will remember for a long period of time. And the way we interact with each other as a society, children are very observant. The way we treat our parents, their grandparents, they're quite observant of that. So when we grow up, we get old and we need them, they're like, wait a minute. That's not how you were treating grandpa and grandma. Mm -hmm. Why should I treat you any different? So we need to teach our children value. We need to teach them responsibility. But most importantly, we need to teach them of love. We need to teach them to love themselves, have confidence in themselves. It's okay if that boy and that girl don't want to play with you because you are okay just the way you are. You don't have to follow that crowd. You can be the difference and stand out. Don't be a sheep. Always be a leader. And always remember, people will not always agree with, with what you stand for. But as long as you have that integrity, you will be fine. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I love that, Anissa, because um, it's actually, it's all about you in a way that um, you empower the youth and what the way we met as well supporting the youth and really care about what they how to make a difference in their lives now my question here today is that you wanted to when we first met on your on your on your event and we and you are telling people on how you're going to help especially the youth who are incarcerated and can you tell us a bit more of that please i'm in contact with john reed uh, you know john reed has been doing this for a long period of time um he's supposed to be coming to the studio but it's just me procrastinating I'm so busy, and John is always calling me. John, I know you're going to watch this. I'm going to call you before you see this. So I apologize. I will be in contact, John. But I am in contact with John Reed. I am in contact with, you know, different jail. I used to go to the jail out here in Feltham. Uh, you know, I don't want these people in jail feeling as though this is it. This is rock bottom. I don't want that jail door to be a rotating door for them. You understand? Because you come out of jail, then next week you're back in jail, then you start your mental, you know, you become incarcerated mentally where you feel as though you can no longer survive on the outside world. Mm -hmm. So all your mental being is of that jail mentality. So we supporting them in a psychological manner. We have an them to have a look back on their reaction. You know, I always tend to focus on the subconscious, but the subconscious is also something that we can use to empower us. So it's not always saying that the subconscious is of negativity. No, the subconscious is where a lot of us can learn from and change and move on. But also along that path, we have to utilize the pre-conscious. When we're able to utilize the pre-conscious, it gives us the ability to organize this, the conscience itself. And once we can work on the conscience, it's able to give us our ego. Now, a lot of time you hear people say, oh, you have an ego. You're supposed to say, well, thank you. Because if you don't, if you don't have an ego, we strive on our ego on a day-to-day. -day. We don't want to strive on our super ego or the E. You understand? The ego keeps us balanced. So once we're able to have that in mind, we'll be okay. So when we interact with these youths that are going into jail, we try to utilize their subconscious. We try to put the whole package into play because without them, you know, first of all, everybody makes mistakes. 
no one has the right to judge you. You understand? Because you made a mistake, don't mean your life has come to an end. The richest man in the world still wants money. But there's one thing in life that everybody wants and cannot get enough of. And that is time. If you can utilize your time properly in a positive aspect, you will be more fulfilled. Chasing money, you're making the money run away from you. It's like a little kid. Think about this. When your child wants to play and you get up, you chase them, they're going to run. But when you stand up, when you stand there, they'll come back to you like, mommy, daddy, <laughs> hello. <laughs> so that's money. You cannot chase money. We give out, Barky will tell you, we give out so much money, you know, during the show, there's a show we did, we decided to give a thousand pounds to everybody that has supported Camaro uh, use. You know, we did not care how much you gave. All we cared about, you made initiated or given, and it's appreciated. So the money that we were giving back was not from the money you gave to Camaro use. That's the money from Amaze Television, Apple, and Camaro and Camaro workshops. You understand? So giving, it, and, and it enables you. It gives you a sense of uplift. You understand? There are some people that are starving out there, but we see somebody else hungry and give. So with that said, you know, it all depends on how we look at a situation. Yes. Thank you very much. You're so right. Yes, you have to, you have to look and, and teach our children and everyone but it's enough, you is enough and love themselves as well and care about whole society. Thank you, Inisa. And I'd like to ask you, how do you envision the creative society, such society where you, your family and everyone will live in happiness, prosperity and feel safe? Tell us your version of the our future. I'm a realist. I cannot afford to lie to myself or lie to anyone else. I envision the future the way no one else has envisioned it. You understand? I'm not going to sit here and say, it's going to be a perfect future. We're still going to have our triumphs. Every time we solve an issue, a problem, another solution, another issue will arise. Every time we come up with another solution, another issue will arise. And unity is something that many of us pray for, but there's so many that are opposed to that unity. So for us to say, I, I see a perfect future, no. But I see perfect communities. We can strive towards a perfect community as to say, you know what, we are like-minded. We live in this community. We want to support each other. You know, I live in this neighborhood and I know majority of the people around me, doctors, lawyers, whatever have you, and there's a judge that don't live too far. So we all tend to interact with each other. And we all have that positive mind frame as to what is going on in the world is not, you know, right. And I'm in contact with Tanya now. We're creating this organization where we're trying to build young leaders. And we're going to support them in a financial aspect where they can support other young leaders. You know, so the future that I personally envision is it's not the vision a lot of people and, you know, and, can, can vision. I don't see a perfect world. I see me trying to make a difference and I see someone else trying to make a difference and we connect them. But to say it's a perfect world, it's a lie. I see us keep striving. That's all we can do, strive. And our time on this earth is limited. So during my time to say I envision a perfect world where everything that is going on, it's a lie. I see you striving towards it. I see like-minded people like, you know, Barky, you, Ella, you know, and so many other people I, I associate with trying to make a difference. And once we can do our bits and worry about what I'm doing, you cannot, I cannot say, well, 
I'm worried about Barky. Barky's not doing what is right. But am I doing what is right? Let me worry about me instead of worrying about somebody else. And when I'm able to pull my own weight, Barky will say, well, Eunice is doing it. Let's work together. We can push forward. And that's, that's it. I don't see a perfect world. I just see, you know, us trying to make a difference in our own little way. Exactly. And that's where the creative society comes in, because as a society, we all stand up together and we all doing it together. And this is why we're here together as well. (laughs) And also wanted to ask you is that what should the media and information technologies be like and what should they serve in a creative society, that society that we are actually here today that we're trying to do and we're trying to make for or empower and actually work together to create this beautiful, amazing world for everybody else. Well, I love it. I am a big part of Amaze TV, but I'm just a little guy, you know. And one thing I don't want is someone to come in and dictate to us how we need to run our platform. Now, I've spoken to a lot of mainstream, you know, platforms and they dictate to you what you should put on and what you should not put on. You understand? And that's our problem. Mainstream TV tends to put a lot of fear in a lot of people's hearts. Now, platforms like this, it gives us the ability to see what we feel, you know, and what change we can bring on. In my home, every room you go into, even in my office, I have a TV. Does that TV come on? No. Is it for sure? I don't know. Is it just there to look at me? Maybe. But I don't have that time to waste to watch a lot of this nonsense because when you put this TV on, a lot of time, as we spoke about, if you watch the news, it's an 18 second gap or 18 minute gap in which they have to repeat that same negativity. They have to repeat that same negativity. It's just a lot of negativity. So by us having such platforms such as this one, you know, Amaze TV, um, you know, the one with Gary Turner, it gives us the ability to express ourselves. So with having this at hand and saying, you know, with that question, I think we need to break away from the norm. I think by us breaking away from the norm and creating what we feel is right, eventually television is going to go away. I'm sure you guys are aware of it. Television is something that is on the verge of fading because a lot of people are paying for cable, and which indeed many of them are not home. So what do they you know, rely on? Social media. Everybody's on social media now. A lot of people are not paying for cable anymore, so they're stopping their service. It's just fools like me that refuse to turn off my service. But people are deviating, moving away, separating themselves from that platform. And I think having such programs such as this, networks such as this, will become stronger. And if we keep giving out that positive message, it's quite an impact. It's quite an impact. And a lot of people will have a change. So, yeah, I believe in having this kind of platforms instead of the mainstream media. Thank you very much, Inisa. Yes, you're right. And uh, people, is, uh, somebody is dictating us how we should be, how should we act, and putting so many labels on us nowadays. And uh, we should uh, clean our TV and mainstream medias and everything and choose what we actually want in this life. And you also mentioned that you're working with the youth, and this is a big part of your uh, work right now as well, to help them and um, to be better than they are already. So I'd like to ask you about um, education in general. How do you envision education in creative society? What should we focus on? What, what should we change? So it will be motivated maybe for these young kids and everybody actually to not drop from schools and develop their personal skills or professional skills. And what, what should we change? How do you see that in creative society? Well, there's a lot of segregation going on in the educational system. And 
I'm going to get in trouble, so I'll try to limit my words because I went to a school where I think I spoke to you about this, Barkey, where the kids were sitting on a desk so big and there was a computer in front of them. You understand? Because I was looking for schools for my child and I sent this. I was like, wow. And those kids were being taught to be CEOs. You understand? Because if you look at the atmosphere, they had the big desk, they had the computer in front of them. They were all suited up. And when I went to another school, I see them boxed in, you know, with a little desk and the chair. And those are the ones that are being trained to become workers, employees. You understand? And if you go to other schools, so the variation, you know, it depends on your community, you know, because each community varies. The educational system, personally in America, I can tell you this, it's, it's sad. It's sad because the kids are being judged, communities are being judged, the, the government is not providing the essentials that are needed, the tools to make these kids, you know, prosper, become somebody. And in Africa, once upon a time, I had to talk about this again on my show. If you are pregnant, you're not to go to school. That's ludicrous. You're going to stop my growth due to the fact that maybe it's a mistake. Maybe I was right. You know, it's limitless. What could have happened? You never know. So don't judge. So I think what we need to do with the educational system is provide tools of growth. Teach them the proper history. In America, they don't teach you no other history but American history. So I'm African. So I'm lost. I don't know my history. I've, I've been here since I was nine years old. Can I learn Ameri- uh, you know, African history? Instead, you teach me about slavery. Okay, I know that's what you did to us. But also, now that I've learned a little bit more, because the whole aspect of learning is to go in depth, I learned that slavery just did not start with the white man. You understand? If you go back to Jim Crow and so forth, you learn that slavery is something that was already going on within the African continent itself. So when the white man came, we just took it aboard. So we need to teach these kids about self, understanding self, where they're from. We need to give them the tools to become entrepreneurs. You know, sometimes you go to some schools and you see them learning things that they're never going to utilize. What's the essence of teaching this kid this? You know, so we need to, as an educational institution, we need to put down, and a lot of these people that are creating this, you know, materials, they really have no foot on the ground. They have no knowledge as to what is going on in a certain community, in a certain area, in a certain school. A lot of rules and regulations that are being created, a lot of them don't even know. They are in their own little bubble. So we that are out there, that is why I am working with so many organizations now where we're creating programs for schools, we're reaching out to schools, we're we're even trying to start um, an online school, which indeed is for free, to support youth to become entrepreneurs. Um, I'm working with Black Fathers UK. I'm working with so many different groups. So the educational system is quite, it's quite, if I sit here and dissect it, we'll be here all day, but it's something I don't want to get into because with the mayors on my back already, I just like to keep that friendship. <laughs> That's interesting. And um, it's actually very important for our society at the moment. And this is needed. Now, yourself, your own story, your own history, if we go back to when you started your own um, as your journey of your own uh, entrepreneurial journey, can you tell us a bit more about that when you started and saying to yourself, I'm not going to work for anybody, I'm going to work for myself? Well, my, uh, well, okay. Basically, my 
girlfriend at the time was shot in the head and she had wanted me to stop what I was doing. And being that I did not want to work for anybody, as Barky said, I decided that I was going to create my own business. Now, I had my cousin, my friend, who said, I bet you, you cannot do it. So I said, I bet you I can start it with, you know, $1. And it escalated where I'd already planned this out, which indeed he did not know. But to his thing, he's thinking I was going to lose the bet. And it, I put into play the supply and demand factor. You supply what is in demand. What's in demand, you supply. I know people work back in those days. People want to come and have a party and enjoy the weekend. And, you know, we were young. And I figured, yeah, why not party? So, and people knew me as a party animal anyway. You need to have a party every weekend and everybody want to go. So I said, why not charge them? We started out with ladies free, guys have to pay. And you know, wherever females go, the guys are following. So the more females I was bringing in, the more the guys will follow. Started off $5, then $10. Then I started spreading it out. Now, I literally built this company without spending a penny of my own. And, the, you know, I seen, I seen the growth of it. So from doing parties, I built a studio, music studio. Then I started having artists, you know, people that were sending on to my label. Then I started doing shows with big artists, you know, and I walked away from it due to seeing what I did not want to see. And being that I spent a lot of time in the bad area, a lot of families needed to get out. And they were paying rent. And you see rats, you see roaches, and their children afraid to come home because they might be walking, a bullet might hit them, they might get robbed, they might get stabbed. So we started Camara Homes. I love my name, as you can see, everything is Camara, Camara, Camara. <laughs> So we started Camara Homes where we're buying properties. Now, instead of you paying, you know, more money, because I know you don't have the credit, you can pay me the rent that you're paying to these people that are not taking care of you. So that's how my second business came about. And again, every business, everything you try to do, you're always going to have obstacles. You're going to have naysayers. You're going to have people that are going to tell you, you can't do it. You're wasting your time. Why do you want to do that? Oh, why don't you do this? But if you can envision it, if you want it, you can accomplish it. Am I going to sit here and say it's going to be easy? Absolutely, absolutely not. But if you believe in yourself, there's nothing that you can achieve, cannot achieve. So that's my business. That's my entrepreneur, you know, status. Thank, thank you. you so much. Yes, thank you so much, Eunice. Thank you for sharing your experience. It's just fantastic. And pretty sure people who is listening to us right now will be take some good uh, advice from you, actually, because some of them really sound like advice for a lot of people. Thank you so much. And now I would like to remind our viewers and everyone how it all started. And we're going to watch a little video right now to remind about this project, how it all began. So please, our technical support, can you put our video now. for everybody to care about other people and not about themselves only. Uh, people should respect each other, and, uh, not dependent with the color, the gender. Uh, we must avoid all this uh, uh, confrontation, you know. The fact that we're all humans is what unites us. So 
But I think you start to think of yourself more as a person from the planet. The task of the media is to help society find a common language and communicate. I think friendship and being nice to each other can unite everyone. Once we live in a society that where the people are very conscious, so they make this conscious decisions. Work for the sake of uh, society, for the sake of love, for the sake of connection. I see that all people want two things: love and respect. Society, compassionate society, a society that understands that your needs are you know, validated. And what unites us is being in relationship with each other. It's about humanizing the human society. Everybody has to be informed in a, in a proper way. Let's support each other, let's help each other, no matter what another person may have. In the creative society, human life will be of highest value, and the best human qualities will prevail. So after conducting hundreds of thousands of interviews around the whole world, Foundation and stages for building the creative society was formed and presented on our website, alachaunites.com. If you would like to see and read about this project, so please visit alachaunites.com, then the article with three stages and eight foundations for building the creative society. And Eunice, we know you are familiar with those, with those uh, foundations and stages. Can you please tell us in general, what do you think about them and how can we implement them in our world and in our society? Well, I spoke to Ella, I mean, Elena about this. Um, I think the way to move forward is to be realistic. Now, I am in agreement with some of, you know, the implementations that were made by um, ego, but I think we have to be honest. I think, yes, these delegates that are put into play are not of our choice. They're individuals that are presented to us. And I think there's so much more that we need to put into factor that we're not looking at. I think to sum it all down in a nutshell, we have to be realistic. We have to say, well, you know what? Human love is a priority. You understand? There's never going to be where, you know, we society will be given all free education. Free education is offered. But how about people that are li living in remote areas? How can they access this free education? They're so poor. And, you know, so if we're talking about free education, let's build schools where these people are. That's a form of free education. Now, also, if we're talking about, you know, I'm delegating, you know, we the people have a voice. So let we the people decide as to say, okay, this person is a prime candidate for us. We the people choose this people. And, this, and also, as far as information, there are people out there that cannot access a lot of information. Yes, information is provided. But how, it's not everyone that can understand English. Now, if I move to, let me say, Russia, I don't understand Russian, and the information is being provided, I will be standing there looking like, okay, what is that? So we need to try to be more familiar building platforms where, you know, different languages can be available. You know, we need to put options into place as to say we can access information to our satisfaction in this way. We just need to be realistic as to say a lot of the things that are presented in, in that, to me, are not realistic at all. I know there are people, there are many viewers that are going to disagree with me, but I'm also good with that because I'm always one that people don't always agree with. But I think we as, we as a whole, as a, and also the mere fact that everybody should be paid equally. Okay, I agree with that. I agree with that. Men, women, sex should not be an issue. Black, white, purple, what is color? At the end of the day, there's only human beings. That's it. Because as I stated, if I cut you, you're going to bleed red and you're going to feel pain. 
if someone you love passes away, you will be in pain and you will need empathy for me. I'm not going to say because you're green, I'm not going to support you or because you're green, but your blood is red, um, we're still different. It's absurd. And that's where society has created it. So I think a lot of those, you know, factors that are put in place, we just need to evaluate them. And if you guys give me the opportunity, I will have my team, will dissect all of it, and then we will give you a whole different format of saying, okay, this one, I don't think it's impossible. And as you asked me earlier about what I envision the future to be, and I indicated to you, like, I don't envision a perfect world. There's no such thing as perfection. The closer you get to perfection, you'll notice it's a moving target. So what we do is just try to get better at things and keep progressing and keep progressing. And that is all we can do. But if your team give my team the opportunity, which in the week I also get back involved because I love digging in her brain, you know, we will present to you you know, this element in a whole different aspect. And also we can give you solutions because the psychological team that I deal with, we are more grounded. We tend to go into the community. We tend to know what's going on. I tend to talk to government leaders. When I said I was going to reach out to the mayor in Manchester, people said, wait, that's not realistic. That man is too busy. He don't have the time. I said, just give me one week. And less than a week, I'm talking to him. Yeah, this is the problem. I have a solution. You know, so what we have to offer is crucial. What we have to offer is the potential, the possibility of betterness. I'm not going to sit here and say, I can't envision a perfect world. I'll, I'll be lying to me, not even to you. I'll be lying to me. So... The only thing I can do is to be honest to myself. Exactly. What, what is presented is good. It's good. But to me, it's not realistic. And you so, just said something not realistic and you made it happen. So is that exactly. Yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you know, the government to say, we, I don't want to use the word dictate. And also, one thing that is stated also on in there is the fact that they take away, you know, they take away so much from us and we enslaved and so forth. That is true. And also, he stated that um, something about, oh, how, you know, they think about themselves and so forth. That is true. So there are facts there. But also, some of the things are stated as to say, our voice is going to be strong. It's not. We need to be honest. The more money you have, the louder your voice gets. The less this money is, you have, the This less... is what is here, no? That's that, why that we're is... here. We want yeah. to actually voice it. And this is why the Creative Society, what they're doing is that bringing people like you, like me, who wants to shout out, who wants this um, amazing world that, you know what, is not just about the suffering that we need to look into, but we need to look at what is the opposite of that suffering or what you can do for your life and what you can overcome within, this, within that suffering that you, that you already um, affect you in your life. Now, Yunisa, I understand the way you see this is like, mm, is it really realistically, is it really going to impact the world that we want or the world that this person who had a vision about this world? Or are we on, are we exactly thinking that this is it, this is going to be the perfect world? But it's true, it's never going to be the perfect world because we're all human. But at the same time, we're here to say there's more, there's something better in this world. And so if you, me, 
and every one of us, whoever is listening, and yes, they're in different languages and in different places in the world, and they're here, they're listening to this. So if what would you think is the best way to inform about this society, this what they're trying to do, this amazing utopia, would you say, that uh, the message is about, but what is that main thing that we actually want to share to the world? Love. Exactly. Love overcomes all. But again, I am a realist. Ella is looking at me like this guy is just out there. You know, I would love you. I love you, Ella. I love you, Barky. You know, that will put a smile on your face. And that would make me feel good knowing that I was able to just say those words. A lot of parents are not able to say I love you to your children. And that is affecting society. So it's hard to live in that perfect bubble because those children replicate what they have gone through in their home. And when they get to a workplace, they become stern. They make people miserable. So I do understand what Ultra TV is trying to do. And I'm quite supportive of it. And I will promote this. I will be talking about Ultra TV on, on the show. And I've already spoken to Ella and Elena about coming to Amaze. But um, the thing is that I, I, I am willing to give everything and anything a chance of positivity. But along the journey, I also have to be realistic. We speaking about making a change. Yes, Barky, but um, it's not everybody's voice that is going to matter. Let's be realistic. A homeless, a homeless is going to go into Lord and tell and say, listen, I don't like the way this is going. I'm going to contact the prime minister and have a conversation with him tomorrow. <laughs> they will even pick up his, they will even acknowledge him. So, I, we can make a difference that I am in agreement with. We can implement something that will affect some people. Some people. I am not pessimistic. And there's a gentleman I'm working with now. He's smoking weed from the time he gets up to the time he goes to bed. He's drinking alcohol and he's from Somalia. You understand? But I'm not going to go in depth in reference to that. And he's a Muslim. And the way he's destroying the community, his family, is just a shame. You understand? So he no longer have a word. He feels as though he's not isolated. He, his family has disowned him. So me working with them has been a pleasure, an honor, because he has enlightened me so much onto things I never knew about, you know, some arguments. So knowing that his family is no longer giving him the work, uh, you know, he, they have disowned him, he can no longer, his words don't matter anymore. Now, how does he, how is he going to feel? He's going to have a question towards the community. He's full of negativity. And he's going to put that negativity somewhere else, according to him. So in life, we can try and try and try. I'm not trying to reinvent the will because the will is already rolling. All I can do is try to implement and keep changing the will and, and try to improve it. So, me, yeah, I'm not pessimistic. I'm just jealous, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you so much for your answers. And uh, for, but during our conversation on Alatra TV, we're using the rule of six handshakes. And uh, right now, we are going to ask our guest, <laughs> Unisa, <laughs> to name one person that he would like to invite on our next live broadcast. Unisa, could you please tell us the name of a person whom you would like to invite for the next live broadcast, please? I've had the opportunity of meeting Gary Turner, which indeed, Bucky, you know him. 
Sorry very to humble. have been on our show, and he's fantastic. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, you met him as well? <laughs> of course, we did, yes. And he's absolutely. I, I love that guy. He's creative society. So it's a very good guy. Yes, he's amazing. Thank you. Think about somebody else. Well, the, the person I can think about, okay, she works in the mental aspect you know, in the mental field. And she and I are very close. We're working together. We are creating something to support, you know, these people with mental, you know, the spectrum of the, um, you know, the unlearning disability, you know, family, as they call it. Um, her name is May White. Barky, why are you smiling? Do you know May? Of course. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> Wonderful woman. She is. She's the best. Well, she sounds fantastic, yeah. and we contact her and you invite her to our show. Yeah, please do. I had made, she came from her home, traveled for over an hour, and I had her in a maid studio till 6 a.m. She got there by what, 12 or 1 p.m., and she stayed till 6 a.m. We were just working throughout, and she refused to give up. So when he says she's a go-getter, willing to make a difference in the community, I definitely nominate her. Oh, thank you so much. She's really sound fantastic. We're really looking forward to have her with us as well. Maybe you can participate as a co-host next time as a barker to have, to have <laughs> a interview this wonderful lady. Thank you so much. And uh, right now I'd like to also remind our viewers, if you would like to join our project, so please visit our website, alachayunites.com. There's a choice of languages you can choose in this red button, join us, where you can leave us message and uh, or anything you can see all details on your screens right now. So you can send us an email or anything just to say about how would you like to participate as a host or co-host or a guest. We have an idea about creative society. We're about how to make our world better you would like to help us as a technical support, please join us. Join our project because together we can do a lot. And join efforts and join hands. We can change our world by taking responsibility for our communities, countries, for our environment, and for every single person who lives right now. Because creative society, there is life of every human in the highest value. So thank you very much, Eunice, for all your answers. Thank you. It's a pleasure, Ella. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, Barky. Thank you. Unisa, uh, what would you like to wish to everyone out there who's watching us today? I wish each and every one of you abundant blessings. I wish each and every one of you nothing but love, Let's love each other. Let's show each other appreciation, acknowledge each other. Um, be safe. Use affirmation. Use I am. Remember, words are very powerful. Words that come out your mouth will resonate onto the earth, onto the universe. I am great. I am wonderful. I am appreciated. I am strong. I am. I, I am. I am. Acknowledge who you are. So I wish you nothing but safe, love, peace, unity, and a well-being journey in life. Please be safe. Thank you so much for today's conversation, Unisa. It was a pleasure meeting you, meeting you, meeting you here today and wishing you the best of you with all your work. And let's stay connected, really. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure, ladies. Thank you. Bye, can, and uh, before we go, just wanted to say we can build a world that humanity deserves, but we can only do it together, united by one goal. Yes, thank you very much, Barky, for being with us today as well and helping me with such a beautiful interview. And thank you, Eunice, for being a wonderful guest, sharing this experience with us and giving such amazing advices for the youth and for people. Thank you so much, everyone, and see you soon, guys. Bye for now. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>